Hello from Suffolk, England, where after a bright start, we're set for a blustery morning with a little rain around lunchtime and cloud and sun through the afternoon. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 29. It's Monday the 6th of July, in the year of our Lord 2020, and it's time to sit back and start your week right. This is Mark Sidwell, bringing you Mark's Almanac. Five minutes of civilised calm, recorded in the peace of the English countryside. Apparently, stones grow from some kind of seeds or eggs or continually rise out of the mysterious interior of the earth. Or perhaps the earth is sweating these stones somehow. The garden, or cultivated soil, also called humus or mould, consists mainly of special ingredients, such as earth, manure, leaf mould, peat, stones, pieces of glass, mugs, broken dishes, nails, wire, bones, hussite arrows, silver paper from slabs of chocolate, bricks, old coins, old pipes, plate glass, tiny mirrors, old labels, tins, bits of string, buttons, soles, dog droppings, coal, hot handles, wash basins, dishcloths, bottles, sleepers, milk cans, buckles, horseshoes, jam tins, insulating materials, scraps of newspapers, and innumerable other components which the astonished gardener digs up at every stirring of his beds. One day, perhaps, from underneath his tulips, he will unearth an American stove, a tiller's tomb, or the Sibylline books. In a cultivated soil, anything may be found. That's Carol Capek's The Gardener's Year, from the entry for July. In my corner of Suffolk, Black's Hall is famous for its five-ton growing stone, said to have once been the size of two fists a relic of the old folk belief once widespread, that stones indeed grew in the soil. On this day in 1348, Pope Clement VI issued the first of two papal bulls, stating that Jews were not responsible for the Black Death, then devastating Europe. The Pope urged their protection, and opened Avignon, home to the papacy after its move from Rome, as a sanctuary. Tragically, in many cases, the Pope's warning was ignored, with some secular rulers actively encouraging the attacks. On this day in 1934, Fred Perry beat the Australian tennis player Jack Crawford, 6-3, 6-love, 7-5, to win the Wimbledon men's title. It would be the first of Perry's three straight title victories at Wimbledon. Here's a poem, in celebration of our reopened pubs, a verse from A.E. Houseman's Terence, This Is Stupid Stuff. Why, if tis dancing you would be, there's brisker pipes than poetry. Say, for what were hopyards meant, or why was Burton built on Trent? Oh, many a peer of England brews livelier liquor than the muse. And malt does more than Milton can, To justify God's ways to man. Ale, man, ale's the stuff to drink, For fellows whom it hurts to think.
look into the pewter pot to see the world as the world's not, and faith tis pleasant till tis past. The mischief is that twill not last. Oh, I have been to Ludlow Fair, and left my necktie God knows where, and carried halfway home or near pints and quarts of Ludlow beer. Then the world seemed none so bad, and I myself a sterling lad, and down in lovely Markive Lane, happy, till I woke again. Then I saw the morning sky. Hey-ho, the tale was all a lie. The world it was the old world yet. I was I, my things were wet. And nothing now remained to do but begin the game anew. That's almost all for today. I'll be back next week. Don't forget, you can sign up to receive emails when new episodes go live, with show notes and links, at marksalmanac.substack.com. Remember, that's Mark with a C. And if you need some music to wake you up for the week ahead, how about Brad Paisley's No Eye in Beer? Whatever you're going through, grab a long-neck bottle or a big old pint, and let's all have a few. Until next week, stay civilised, keep calm, and please, keep washing your hands. Have a lovely day.